The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Hello, and welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist, Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by... The nasty little elf that is Eric Velasquez. My <laughs> pronouns are also he, him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the worst elves in history mm-hmm. of all yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, this was this was pretty fun. Like, I this yeah. one, I had not seen this before. I'm glad we saved it, like... Uh, you know, it's been a while since we've done any Munster stuff on the main feed, and this is this is a fun one. We're doing Munster's Scary Little Christmas. What yeah. was it, from 1992? Yeah. So it's a... I guess this would be the last version of the Munsters before the Rob Zombie version? This would have come out after Munster's Today, even, right? So... Well, the, well, there's also the 1313 Mockingbird Lane, but mm. everyone forgets about that anyway. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Rightfully uh. so. <laughs> the only the only great thing was uh well it's not not necessarily eddie is art anymore what is it i know that they i think changed pronouns i don't know did they did they change their name too uh well you can use either eddie or Susie. is mm, okay so yeah either one gotcha okay yep as grandpa <laughs> They they were the best part of that is what I'm saying. Oh, for sure, yeah. The cast in this was was strange. Um, I don't. Yes, I, very strange. I don't like the guy that was playing Grandpa. Like he did an okay job, but he just didn't look right. Like he just was just too creepy. Well, it's probably the prosthetics. Yeah, because they they the guy's name's Sandy Barron, and they definitely overdid it. Mm-hmm. With the nose, especially, and not he, I mean, fond he, of that. Yeah, he always kind of plays slightly creepy dudes, just yeah. in like other stuff. But like, yeah, they just they really overdid it and made. Yeah, it, it it felt like a weird. Yeah, it felt like a caricature in a way that was a little on the line and stuff. Yeah, it was it was strange. But I mean, yeah. his actual performance was was pretty good. Like, I, I thought he did a decent job as Grandpa. He just was not fun to look at. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I knew I knew him from somewhere. Do you know where we might have known uh, Sandy Barron from? No. Have you seen Leprechaun 2? Oh, yes. He's Uncle Morty. Uncle Morty. Uh, Definitely the high point of that one, too. (laughs) Apparently, he also shows up in The Munsters Today as just like a different character. Uh, Makes sense. He's not, you know, obviously not Grandpa there. Um, Apparently, Yorga is that character's mm -hmm. name. Yeah. But let's talk about... Herman and Lily, okay? So, Herman is played by Sam McMurray, who's in another famous uh, holiday <laughs> or Christmas movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh! He's playing a bit part there. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely one of those kind of that guy actors. Like, you you know, right. you, you see him and you're just like, yeah, I, I know that guy from somewhere. And he's he's been in all sorts of stuff. But he's usually not the, like... He's not the Herman, the lovable character. He's no. usually kind of a jerk in most things. So it was, yeah, it was he's, interesting he's seeing him play. He's either Dick or the straight man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he—I mean—he does—he does pretty good as Herman. I gotta say. Yeah, surprisingly well. Because like I was like, oh, how's this gonna work? I've never seen this guy actually be like, like a ham like Herman is, you know? Yeah. But he did a good job. And then Anne Magnuson was definitely uh, channeling Yvonne DiCarlo pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. She felt like she was just doing an impression a lot of the time, but it, it worked. Yeah. And then the uh, the addition of Mary Warrenoff as Mrs. Dimwitty was was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, 
I was thinking, I was feeling like she had been in something else with the Munsters that we'd watched, but I guess not. She's she's popped up in a few things we've seen, but I don't I don't guess it was one of the Munsters things. She's been on something we've actually reviewed too. Yeah, I was gonna say Monster. Yes, okay, that's what it was. I was gonna say, yeah, if you're doing genre stuff, you're gonna run into Mary Warren off a couple of times over. She's just, uh, you know, just like the queen of B movie stuff. Right. She's definitely been in uh, what was it? Uh, the Devil's Rejects. That's pretty fun. That's a that's a Rob Zombie link right there. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And she, I mean, you know, like she's in like uh, the Death Race movies and Rock and Roll High School. And yeah, she's just yeah. in a lot of Chopping Mall. Yeah, she's yeah. You've seen her in lots of stuff for sure if you watch mm-hmm. horror movies. <laughs> One of the more like I think more successful actors from this is. Uh, the, the girl playing Marilyn, like, she's been in quite a bit of stuff. Elaine Hendricks. Oh, Elaine Hendricks, yeah. She's been in, like, she's a that lady actress, right? Mm-hmm. She's, like, the, the hot girl. What She's been in, like, what, uh, a bunch of Happy Madison productions. Mm, like, so okay. many. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, that's definitely what they're doing with her here as well. Like, you know, she's just... Uh, the, I, I feel like they, they handled the Maryland situation in some pretty fun ways in this too. I, I uh, you know, we're always kind of like harping on the way that Maryland is handled, yeah. but, but I, I think they, they do the whole, like the family thinks she's kind of weird looking, but the world, you know, like they, they do that in a way where like the family still loves her a lot and, you know, they yeah. don't hold it against her that like the, uh, I mean, we'll get to it, but like grandpa says some really kind things about her at some certain points in the movie that was like, okay, I really like the way they're, they're doing this. Yeah. Also though, like they, they do still throw the things her way. Right. But all, but it's also, they don't just direct it towards her. They direct it towards all standard run of the mill humans. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, you know that like the, the character, Tom, uh, they're just like, well, you know, it's it's amazing that she's found someone, but also he's not much of a looker either, even though he's a very, very classic 90s attractive guy. <laughs> yeah. With the spiked hair and the leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but also this is produced by John Landis. Mm, I didn't you know? even notice that. Yeah. Take a look. It was pretty, uh, that surprised me. I'm like, they, they hit his name pretty good. <laughs> But it's on there. We see you, John Landis. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely like after you know his name was a little, uh, a little bit tarnished. <laughs> tarnished. Yeah, that tends to happen when you get your actors killed with a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, we start out. You know, we've got the the monsters theme and everything. It's slightly like a little bit more rock and roll. And I was like, that's weird. This is a Christmas thing. But then it just kind of well, morphs a little, yeah. into a Christmas version. Christmas. We get kids uh, caroling, Merry, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, and of co- they're going through the neighborhood, but of, then of course they go to 1313, and when Her- Herman opens the door, um, he really enjoys the, the singing, he offers them cookies, and they all scream in terror and run away. Right, and I believe he believe- assumes this is a James Brown encore is literally <laughs> what he says. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that's something. I don't know what that means, but that's something. Because they uh, all scream, also, and, you know, James Brown, like, you know, does all his screams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. I get you. So, yeah, Herman, like, you know, he, he starts dancing, and, you know, it's... He, he looked like um, David Byrne in the Stop Making Sense, because he's, you know, big suit, and he's, right. like, dancing around, and it's all kind of floppy and everything. God, uh, I love that video. Yeah, it's so I love good. That song. Yeah. <laughs> so then he goes back inside, and he's talking to Lily in the kitchen, and she's like, how'd the cookies go over? And he's like, like, garlic bread at a vampire picnic. <laughs> picnic. Well, you know, anthrax scotchies are high in saturated fat. <laughs> so would that have killed all the people had they eaten it? Like, it is anthrax in the cookies. Or did, uh, yeah. or did it bake off? <laughs> did the anthrax bake off? <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he tries to, like... It get like sample you know it's the, the like the gag of like the husband like trying to yeah. get into the food while it's cooking and she cranks the stove so that fire blasts out and kind of gets like the he goes like like fire bad, fire kind bad. Of thing. Yeah. uh which i thought was a pretty good gag yeah uh and so he goes out into the living room where uh grandpa and marilyn are decorating for christmas 
and he's gonna help, you know, and I think Lily pops back in and she's like, make sure this time to take the feet out of the stockings before you hang them up. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, this is when Marilyn chimes in. I think Grandpa has a little interior decorator in his blood. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa also has uh, his new invention, mistletoes, which is just like bundles yeah. of actual toes um, that he's... Like, it, it's, it, it reminded me, like... Of a scene, the scene in those old Vietnam movies where they have the the ring, like the necklace of ear, ears. Mm, yeah, you know I'm, about? I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, that's yeah. Flashback. Yeah, yeah I'm a non flashback, and I've never even been there. <laughs> it is, you know, the monsters does manage. They like they'll just squeeze in those really dark things, but they manage to, to get away with it for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's a bunch of toes chopped off of you know real people and we're just like oh haha that's so cute well they could be lab lab uh, grown toes <laughs> we don't know <laughs> i wouldn't put it past grandpa yeah um and then marilyn is like setting up the uh the lights on the christmas tree and she mm-hmm. plugs them into herman's neck bolts and it like lights up the whole living room and everything that's looks so good beautiful and christmasy it's very nice yeah which would they would you think the monsters should go for like the bright christmas shouldn't they go for a little weird off-kilter christmas maybe <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like uh i mean i guess we do get that like outside but inside it's pretty traditional mm. you know it's a tree lights so you know lots i mean other than the mistletoes everything is like what right. you would have in your house yep and like they're all excited they can't wait for eddie to get home he's gonna love all the decorations um, he gets to put the star in the tree right yeah That's the whole thing yeah, but then when he comes in, he's just kind of like really glum and, and quiet and doesn't really, you know, they're just like, what do you think? Are Eddie, isn't it great? And he's just like, yeah, it's it's really great. Yeah. Um, they give him the dead, the, a dead rat on a stick to top it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, and then we just cut to like a little later outside, Eddie's like walking through the neighborhood with this like obvious like, you know, central casting nerd kid that's his friend. Um, right. Only in this scene, right? Yeah, we never see him again. Uh, but they are like followed by like a group of bullies that kind of like poke fun at them or kind of hounding them. Uh, yeah, led by a Hector. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up like the, the main bully, like uh, finds Eddie's letter to Santa and like starts kind of reading it and mocking Eddie. And then they like throw him in like a neighbor's flower bed. Right. So, but his, his Christmas list was a little interesting. You know, he wants some replacement tor- spikes for his uh, Iron Maiden. <laughs> uh, Mr. Maggot Head versus Potato Head, uh, Cobra Venom, and a little what? Do it yourself, kids' gas chamber. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, this this is perfectly Eddie, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get our first glimpse of the nosy neighbor, Mrs. Dimwitty, as uh, played by Mary Warnoff. Um, and she sees Eddie get thrown into the flower bed and is like, oh, that monster boy is digging in the neighbor's flowers again. Like, right. Which, you know, blaming no, him. No, he just got thrown in it. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly she has it out for the monster family as a whole. Eddie goes back home and we see him. At, he like, we get this sort of gag that happens like, I think twice. They're, they they have a door knocker that is like alive or something. Um, yeah. Like it has <laughs> human eyes staring at you and i'm like oh i don't like that at all yeah and it starts talking it's he's like like the the knock like the ring the the knocker thing is like in his mouth i think or something but he can still kind of talk or whatever um and you know eddie's like christmas you know i i hate christmas or something and the knocker kind of like tries to comfort him a little bit or whatever but um you know it, it eddie's just you know not happy with the way his life's going at the moment so he goes inside uh and the family sees him all muddy from being thrown in the, the flower bed. Uh, but he doesn't really explain why. Like, he's, I, you know, it, kids kind of do this sometimes, you know, where it's yeah. like they don't want to admit they're being bullied. They don't want to tell their parents uh, whether it's because they just feel, you know, silly that these things are happening to them or they're trying not to narc on the bully and make things worse or whatever. Uh, but he just decides to go to bed and, you know, of course, goes into his little cabinet with his little wolfy doll and everything. Right. But, of course, Herman and Lily, they're not just going to let that happen. They're actually good parents. So mm-hmm. they're like, what, what's, what's going on? What's happening? 
Yeah, and Eddie's like, you know, I just, I miss growing up in the old country. Like, Christmas just isn't the same here in California. Uh, you know, I, I just miss the way we celebrated there. Uh, I'm not fitting in here. You know, people aren't like us. Uh, you know, like, this makes sense. This is, you know, even kids who move from, like, one town to another and just, like, a yeah. around America feel this way a lot. Uh, and obviously he's moving to a very different place than, than he was previously. Right. So what's their resolution? Well, let's give him a good old-fashioned Transylvanian Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, they have, like, a family meeting, and they're like, all right, we're all going to do things. We're going to team up and, and really show Eddie that he can enjoy himself here. Right. Herman's main plan is to get Eddie the Marquis de Sade little action playset from Fears and Roebuck, specifically page 666, because, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. And he's a little nervous that he, he might not be able to afford it. It's a big gift, but he's, he thinks he can get an advance from Mr. Gateman. Mm-hmm. So then Marilyn's like, okay, let's invite family from the old country. Let's invite, you know, Uncle Lester and, uh, what, Uncle Gilman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Marilyn, that's her plan to, like, track everybody down and uh, get all that stuff, you know, all the invitations sent out. Uh, meanwhile, um, I think uh, Grandpa, he's like, I can make snow, you know, and... Herman's like, are you sure? And he's like, oh yeah, magic. I can, I can totally magic snow. I could make it snow in your pants if I wanted to. And Herman's like, right. No, maybe Please not don't. that. But like, okay, if you could do it outside, that'd be, that'd be great. I like how his, uh, his recipe is a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a little bit of MSG. <laughs> you need a little bit of MSG in everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then of course Lily is like, okay, well I'll, you know, if I help him decorate, that'll make him happy. Yeah, yeah. So that's her plan, and she's gonna, you know, bond with him and do do something he, in, you know, has usually enjoyed. So, you know, I think everybody they're kind of hitting all bases. Like we're gonna bring, you know, bring back some old traditions. We're gonna decorate together. We're gonna bring familiar faces of family around. Uh, you know, we're gonna make it look more tradi You know, we're in California. It doesn't snow. Let's make it traditional. Right. Uh, and and give him a gift that he's he'll be excited about. So yeah, I mean, I feel like these are like kind of all the love languages. Uh, this this is a good family. They're really trying to make things good for the you know they they know this is a tough adjustment and they're trying to make it a little easier. Yeah, they're trying to meet him on his level. Yeah, which is good. Um, and so I think the uh, the like the first thing we see is is Herman going to work. He talks to Mister yeah. Gateman. And Doesn't go over well, does it? No, this Mister Gateman, like you know, we've seen him played by a couple different actors over the years and this guy mm -hmm. he's he's giving off a real weird energy he's <laughs> really in, intense in this really unpleasant way like uh yeah I, I did not like this guy and obviously he's a jerk and does not want to give herman an advance uh, right and he's like I, I should fire you right now just for asking right mm -hmm. i mean he arguably has a reason but it's a very capitalist reason <laughs> basically uh because of all the safety regulations put in uh, people aren't dying as much around Christmas as they used to. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I used to love Christmas back when people accidentally set their houses on fire and all the, you know, there are all these. Driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, but now it's it's no fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just just all around a terrible dude. Uh, yeah. And then um, we see Marilyn back at home. She's going through like family photo albums, looking for people to invite, and she's like sitting there with grandpa like hey who's this guy and stuff um right. and there's oh a, that's uncle ramen thumb <laughs> he was in line to be pharaoh until they uh went to the party system <laughs> which that's so good yeah you know it's obviously it's a mummy and uh grandpa's like but don't don't invite him he's gotten really into pyramid schemes lately it's it's terrible yeah. and it's like, that's, that's a pretty I good guy so <laughs> he's doing some M mlm <laughs> yeah and while while she's going through that, Grandpa's mixing up a potion, and he's like, "All right, I think it's about done." And, and Marilyn's like, "Oh, is that gonna make it snow for Eddie?" And he's like, "No, it's gonna make reality fade for old Grandpa." <laughs> Grandpa. And he's like, "Chugs it, shit faced." <laughs> I respect it. Listen, if I had my own chemistry set and could make my own booze, you best believe I will. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, you know, Eddie goes. Um, you know, he's kind of still feeling sorry for himself and just kind of like wandering around the house. He has like a, that letter to Santa that the bully picked on him about, and he just like throws it into Spot's little area to let Spot burn it up. Um, 
but as he like walks away the the letter slightly charred around the edges comes like floating out and lands on the floor unnoticed by anyone so hmm. well it's a little Chekhov's letter to santa there we'll see <laughs> see what happens yeah, to that right, later. exactly <laughs> exactly all right so let's cut now to miss edna dimwitty uh entering the cont uh, the the deck uh christmas decoration contest for the neighborhood mm-hmm. do these really exist like, because I feel like every show has a one of these, right, during Christmas time? Yeah, I've definitely seen it on TV more than I've ever heard anyone in real life have right. anything like this. I have literally never heard of a person go, yeah, we, we just entered our uh, Christmas decoration contest, and, you know, I think we got a good chance of winning. <laughs> it's just, no, we're just decorating for Christmas in the most garish way possible, as it should be. <laughs> right. And it's not like, you know, I'd imagine, I don't know, maybe if there was a neighborhood that did this, I feel like it would still be like, hey, it's a neighborhood that's got an HOA, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, fuck those places. Yeah. But like, if you you live there, fuck them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm so glad I've never lived in an HOA neighborhood. Um, They suck. But like here, you know, it's like cutthroat. Like Mrs. Dimwitty you know like i think it would usually be like hey we're all going to try to decorate well and you know we'll we'll award winners and stuff but like it's really just no, so that our sabotaged. whole neighborhood's really pretty but no miss yeah, yeah miss dimwitty's like i want to shut the competition down like i want to fuck people over so that i can get my little neighborhood trophy well it's worked she's won it six years in a row so i guess good for her i feel like if it was like a fun playful thing in a neighborhood that passed around everybody kind of like enjoy it and you know it'd be like you know, bragging rights, but if it's just, like, this one bitchy lady taking it from everyone, nobody cares, nobody like. you know, it's just, like, fine, whatever, that can be your thing, we're not gonna, no one's gonna visit you and look at your trophies because you're awful, so, sure, great, congratulations, uh, but it seems to be the one thing that gives Mrs. Dimwitty joy other than, like, being unkind to the Munster family. So we, we see her, si- you know, signing up for the, the competition, and then Lily and Eddie are coming up behind, you know, this is, you know, Lily's plan to bond or whatever. So they come to sign up, you know, because Eddie's a dog boy. (laughs) uh, Lily's like, shake, to have him shake hands with with Miss Dimwitty. And Miss Dimwitty's like, no, I'm not touching that. (laughs) Lily's like, yeah, it's just as well. He's overdue for a flea dip anyway. (laughs) You know, I mean, of course. Yeah. Then we get a bunch of random guys ogling ogling, uh, Marilyn because... She is an attractive lady. Yeah, yeah. It, like, you know, again, like, usually it's like, we kind of know Marilyn's supposed to be attractive, but they, they never, like, really never show. It. It's usually, like, one guy maybe is, like, into her per episode or whatever. But here, yeah, she's, like, she's walking through the neighborhood in, like, a tight skirt and a sweater. Like, she's not, like, you know, it's not overtly, like, you know, scantily clad or anything. But, like, dudes are just, like, crashing into mailboxes and, like, it just everyone is... Uh, like a guy falls off a ladder it's just like Marilyn is just so stupid hot that she just can't like walk around without like causing chaos everywhere she goes right and one of these individuals happens to be riding uh, a motorcycle with his leather jacket and his very spiked like almost frosted tips it's it's super (laughs) 90s like it's like Bart Simpson like lifted weights and grew up right (laughs) right uh yeah and so like he you know she helps him up and they kind of are talking and everything um and here you know it's it's kind of the normal thing where like he's flirting with her and he's like oh you're beautiful and she's like what no i'm i'm right. the ugly one in my family i don't know what you're talking about he's and, like you're the ugly one holy crap <laughs> yeah you must have a great sense of humor and then she's like oh the great sense of humor one ouch mm, yeah yeah, yeah. but no uh, he means but, like i yeah, and, and I think she kind of gets flustered because she's not used to this attention or whatever. Uh, it seems like, I mean, based on, you know, we don't really get specifics, but it sounds like the family is very new to America, you know, California or whatever. Like, this this seems to be Eddie's first Christmas, you know, outside of Transylvania. So Marilyn may not be used to the fact that, you know, American boys are going to think she's hot. She kind of gets nervous and flustered at him, like, actually saying she's attractive, and so she kind of, like, runs off and goes home. Right. Um, and this is when Tom, she drops an invitation, Tom picks it up, and it's for literally the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> not not <laughs> Uncle Phantom or Cousin Phantom, just Phantom of yeah. the Opera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, Marilyn comes, comes in and is talking to Grandpa, and she's like, 
you know, telling her him what just happened, and you know, this guy, like he said, I was beautiful. I'm I'm so confused. And this is this is what I was talking about earlier. Grandpa's like, well, of course he said that because you have a great heart. Like yeah. you're you you are a beautiful person, and it sounds like you found somebody who can see through your outward appearance uh, and see how how great you really are, which. It's, it's nice that Grandpa sees her that way. Of course, the reality is the guy did not see through her outward appearance. He nope. saw her outward appearance and was yep. like, I'm into that. Yep. Um, they, they didn't get really to talk enough for him to like think she's a beautiful on the inside kind of person. Right, and we, got, we end this scene with a little gag where Grandpa whips up a winter miracle that is just basically ice. And yeah, he's like frozen solid and he's like, get the blow dryer. <laughs> So then we just cut back up to upstairs where Herman is like sitting in like a, a high back chair by the fireplace and he's like falling asleep. He's like having a dream that Eddie's all happy about the gift and everything, but then he kind of wakes up and he's like, ah, oh, you know, I, I'm, I didn't get the advance. I'm not going to actually be able to do that, but I, I got to find a way. Like it's, it's my responsibility. This is the thing I signed up for with the, our whole plan for Eddie. Um, whatever it takes, I'm going to get him that gift. I think in various versions of the Munsters, I think we often get them as being kind of like a a lower middle class or poor family. Like they they live in a mansion, but it's a rundown mansion or whatever. Um, I don't know, man. They find some money in weird places. Yeah, it, it's like you know they'll have episodes where like they they desperately need money, and then suddenly Lily's like, "Oh, I just bought us a second car with cash," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But I, I, you know, with them just kind of being like outsiders in America, I think often we get this sort of like, you know, look at them as like, you know, kind of scraping to get by. And uh, yeah, so in this case, Herman's like trying to find a job like he, uh, you know, we, we've kind of seen similar job. things. Yeah, like where they're going through the classifieds and we get montages of them, you know, being bad at other jobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this one, yeah, it's like he just, you know, everywhere he goes, he scares people away. I think the best one is he poses as a nude model for an art class. That's so good. <laughs> Whenever he gets naked, everyone just screams. They're, they're, they're a little worried to begin with, but once the towel drops, everyone's like, bah! <laughs> yeah, it's so um, good. We like, just what does Swatcher look like? I don't really want to know. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you know, with some of the things we watched over on Patreon, we know what Herman looks like right. under that towel. Um, well, but. <laughs> yeah, but but have you seen that like the the meme online with the uh, Superman, at, where uh, he's like getting ready to to go at it with Lois, but it shows him from the back, and she's like, "Why does it have pincers?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's like yeah. What, where's the, what's the biology here? What is what's going on? I don't know. I don't really want to know the answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I can't, uh, ultimately I think we see like three or four jobs total. Um, he like he's a he tries to wrap presents at like a store and keeps breaking the gifts, um, and he tries to donate blood and they break the they needles on the his. Blood. <laughs> They finally get like this super heavy duty needle, and what they draw out is green, and that freaks out the almost the certainly radioactive. <laughs> yeah. So just yeah, no luck for Herman there. Um, meanwhile, we get like another sort of little montage of various monsters receiving their invites from Marilyn. We see a mummy, uh, the Gill Man, um, a Wolf Man, presumably Uncle Lester. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, just like quick little cuts of all of those. And then we go back to the, the, the Munster's yard where Lily and Eddie are decorating uh, the best, uh, you know, animated guillotine. It's so cool. Like it's, you know, you know, the, like the, the little like things that it's just like it does one motion over and over again, back and forth. But this is a snowman getting its head cut off and then the blade goes up and the head reattaches and then it just keeps chopping it off over and over again. Like, if uh, I could it, get it or make it, I absolutely would. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to the North Pole, uh, where Santa is test driving his sleigh with his, like, two main elf sidekicks. Ah, uh, the worst. What is it, Larry and what's the other one's name? They're both awful, whatever it is. Yeah, is it, like, luck, they, is it Lucky or Lonnie? It's, they both start with L's. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, they're both kind of like little dicks. They're like arguing with each other, um, and I think they like they're they're talking about like that they they want a vacation. They they've never gotten one. They want to rub suntan lotion on surgically enhanced supermodels. Right. Specifically, uh, they say this surgically mm-hmm. enhanced. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. They're awful. Yeah. But then suddenly there's a puff of smoke. And all three of them are just in Grandpa's lab. Uh-oh. So his his attempts at making snow has gotten like way out of hand. Um, the elves are pretty happy though because Marilyn's there. This is this is a dream come true for them. Like they're not having to work. They're not in the snow, and there's an attractive lady. Right. So uh, yeah, they're going to continue to be gross for the rest of the movie. By the way, it's Larry and Lefty. Lefty. Okay, I knew one of them was like a nickname kind of name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Santa's like, it's just a couple of days till Christmas. Like, I've got a lot to do. I need to get home right now. Right. Uh, Marilyn's like, let's call up the airlines and get you a ticket. Yeah, because she's like, Grandpa, I don't know that we need to trust you with this. Like, after yeah. y- you fair. caused this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, but she calls the airline, and she's like, yeah, you know, I need to book a flight to the North Pole. It's for Santa... Cla- or no, St. Nicholas, I think, or, or Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle, or, uh, you know, yeah. Chris Kringle, yeah. Um, First name Chris, last name Kringle. They just yeah. hang out. <laughs> right. So, yeah, she's like, I, I don't know what to do then. Um, I guess I need to go tell Uncle Herman and Aunt Lily. Maybe they'll know. And Grandpa's like, don't tell them. <laughs> right. I don't want to get in trouble. Like, they'll take away my... With this. I got <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, so, upstairs, Lily and Eddie are kind of finishing up their decorations. And she's really proud. And she's like, look, at, look what we've accomplished, Eddie. Isn't this great? Doesn't this remind you of home? And Eddie's just like... I guess, yeah. you know, he's still still kind of sad. Uh, but then, so I was kind of, conf- like, over the course of the movie, we get, like, three or four scenes with various contest judges. Right. Uh, I don't, like, I was kind of confused about why they were coming in different arrangements. You know, first we just get, there, it's just this one guy, this, this one right. judge. Um, and it seems like he, he's just, like, an art, art teacher, basically. Yeah. Art professor at, like, the community college. Yeah, he's like vaguely gay coded, but like you know, not like he's just and and he's obviously horrified by all their you know scary decorations. He's just like your chances of winning look pretty bleak. And Lily's like, I like bleak. Bleak is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's her favorite uh, thing, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, we call, we were gonna call this Santa Bloody Santa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and you know, Mrs. Dimwitty is like watching this through binoculars and sees that Lily's happy at whatever the judge has just said, and she's like, "How could Ow. she be happy? That judge is not gonna like what she's doing." Really? Um, so she's like, "I gotta, I gotta find out. I gotta make a plan. Like this is, this isn't going well." And this, this is when we get our first uh, glimpse of Randolph, the rabid reindeer, who is <laughs> like a living decoration, I guess, because it kind of snarls at the judge. Yeah, like, yeah. It it see like I kind of thought it was gonna be like Spot dressed up or yeah. something because it like looks like it's like got glowing red eyes and it's gonna breathe fire or something. It is very um, similar to uh, Spot for sure. Mm-hmm. And then we get like a little kind of montage bit where we see the family. They're all kind of like sleeping, you know, in their rooms or on the you know in the sofa or whatever. Uh, but we see the elves sneaking around. Um, you know they're trying to like get out and kind of explore California while they had this this brief you know forced vacation. Yeah, they um, they basically want to go drinking and find some girls, and they do not hide it. They're trying to get laid. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, and Santa is checking on Grandpa to see how he's doing. He's like, ah, uh, you know, I'm not not quite there yet, but I'm working on it. And then I think the next morning we see another batch of carolers and Herman again scaring them away. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, it's nuns this time. Uh, And they obviously all run away. So he goes and talks to Eddie and he's like, you know, I I saw all the decorations you and your mom did. Like, things are looking good. How do you feel? And he's like, well, as long as mom's happy, that's all that matters. I just, just, you know, helped her out because I wanted her to feel good or whatever. And so... Their plans aren't going the way they had hoped, you know. It's it's not really, you know, cheering Eddie up much. Yeah, he's still in a funk, right? Mm-hmm. We hear, like, an explosion downstairs in the lab, and there's just... Grandpa's shoes are there, and he's gone, right. and it's like... They're oh, like, oh no, blow? Grandpa blew himself up! 
But nope, he just like is up hanging on the ceiling now. He's fine. Right. And I, I like uh, how Santa Claus, uh, Herman and Lily come in, and Santa Claus is like, nope, uh, this we just had a little bit of an accident. You know, Grandpa was helping me out. We're good. Everything's good. So he's taking yeah. the heat for Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, you know, it turns out, you know, Santa kind of gets this ref as being, like, you know, a narc, like, he's watching you, but here he's, like, Santa's being cool. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and, um, but, you know, so this is where Herman and Lily and everybody, like, see Santa for the first time. And, yeah, Santa, you know, one, he knows all their names, because he's Santa, and two, he's not afraid of them, because, like, he's aware of them, and, like, you know, he knows that they're good people. Uh, he's yeah. not swayed by the the fact that they look kind of scary. I, I really liked that as being a portrayal of Santa. I feel like the easy thing would have been to just have him scared too. But like I, right. I, I thought that was a really nice touch in this. But yo, this Santa's seen some shit though, right? <laughs> like we can agree <laughs> on that. Like because he's like, nah, the, the monsters they're fine, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he he gets it. Like you know, th- yeah, he's been around the world. He's seen a lot of things. The monsters, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not so bad. And this is the first time Eddie kind of smiles, like, you know, seeing Santa, it, it's it's making Christmas feel a little more real. Like, of course, what kid wouldn't want to actually meet real Santa? Right, exactly. But also, I mean, you know who's more excited than Eddie? That's Herman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, like, super stoked about meeting Santa. He's got, like, questions, and, like, he's just, yeah, like, you know, Herman's always been a big kid, and, like, never is that more obvious than right here. Right, and he wants to sit on Santa's lap. While he does, so, like, Santa, uh, he's, like, asking him, like, how do you do what you do? How do you get around the world? How do you fit down chimneys? All the, the normal questions kids have. Right, uh, the but, answer is basically the, these enslaved servants I have do magic for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Effectively, right? He's <laughs> yeah. like, it's elf magic. Yeah, yeah, that's it, 100%. But while, Ed, or while Herman's sitting on his lap, it hurts Santa's back, of course, and so... When Herman gets up, uh, Santa stands, but he's like kind of hunched over and like you know grabbing at his back. And while he's bent over, yeah. he notices Eddie's letter on the floor from earlier. So oh. uh, you know he picks it up and and um, Eddie's let and he's like, oh, it looks like this didn't get mailed out. Don't worry, Eddie, I've got time. I'll, I'll take a look at it. And Eddie's like, uh, right. I didn't send it on purpose. He's I didn't want to send again. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, he's like. I know. Yeah, yeah, it's this is another kind of sweet thing or whatever. Um, Eddie's like, you know, I just want Christmas to be over. Like, it's just, it's, it's, everything's so much harder here. And Santa, like, sits down with him, and, like, Eddie's got, like, a pet scorpion that he's playing with. And, and again, Santa's not creeped out by it. Like, he's cool. He's like, yeah, he, like, there, he's talking about, like, the thing to remember with a pet scorpion is you gotta, you, you grab him by the tail. But if you get too close to the end, you can, like, hurt it or something. Like, he's, you know, he's meeting Eddie on Eddie's level, which I, I really liked. Um, and he tells Eddie that when he was a kid, his parents moved to Greenland, and he didn't like it because he got bullied by all the Viking kids. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, you know, eventually you grow up and, and move on. Like, the bullies aren't going to be around forever. And also, it comforts you to know your bully, he is on my naughty list. He's going to be getting coal and deer droppings. Exactly. You just find a way to pass the time where you are. You live your life here, and, you know, things will change. Eventually, this will feel like home. Every, you know, when you move, that's that's just part of it, like getting used to a new place. And Eddie's like, yeah, that's easy for you. You're Santa. Um, and Santa's like, yeah, but you're Eddie Munster. Like, you're also amazing. You just don't know it. And I mean, Eddie is, of course, because, you know, part werewolf, werewolf light. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, this, I think, is probably, like, the sort of centerpiece of the movie, this this scene with Santa yeah. and Eddie, and I, yeah, I thought it was really sweet. He also says, you know, that things are going to get better in the future, but right now, it's Christmas, and you can choose to not have fun and not enjoy this, or, you know, or you can just live in the moment, because no matter what... Uh, you know, it's not like d- denying yourself joy today is not going to make things better any quicker. So you might as well yeah. uh, have fun while you can. Right. You're not punishing anyone else but yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then, you know, Eddie goes downstairs and there's a knock at the door and he goes over with Herman to answer. It's more carolers uh, who 
the two of them then scare off. Um, but then we get the the judge we previously met along with two others, uh, and this is where where they it, like the one judge who hated things is now. Uh, the other two are talking about like yeah the Grand Guignol theater of Grand Guignol uh, yeah and they're like you know this, this, this I, th- I feel like there's like scathing social commentary this is really <laughs> smart and interesting and the original judge is like oh yes of course I totally saw all right. that I, I'm I'm with you guys uh, you know so he's trying to sound smart now then we get the uh, the the biker kid from earlier that you know that crashed because of Maryland I think was his name. Tom, Tom. Tom. Yeah. Um, he comes up to the door, and Herman's like, "All right." Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, kind of freaks him out. And then when Herman answers, he's like, "Okay, I'm not gonna do anything. Just just sing your song. Don't don't run away. Right. I, I really want to hear a Christmas song." And the and guy's like, like, "Nope, no singing." <laughs> yeah. Herman's like, you know, does his like Herman temper tantrum, starts stomping, mm-hmm. darn, 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 and all that. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just here to see Marilyn. He gives her, Marilyn a flyer because his band is going to be playing at the local biker bar, and he thought she might right. want to come see them. It's a really rough place that my '90s band is playing at. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Why not? Yeah, he's like, you know, it's yeah, it's a rough biker bar. There's lots of fights, you know, all that. And Marilyn's like, oh, that sounds lovely. I'd love to go. Because <laughs> even right, though Marilyn yeah. looks normal, she's still a monster. <laughs> yeah, deep down. Mm-hmm. In her heart. Yeah. So they almost kiss, but then like they kind of get interrupted, and and he leaves. Uh, so she carries her flyer inside, uh, and we and then get we cut like, to the elves, where we find out that they, one of them was carted at a bar, <laughs> because of course they were. Yeah, and you know they're like, but I'm three hundred years old or whatever. I can't believe I got carted. I've got a full that, beard. Yeah. Santa's is there, and he's like, "All right, you know, Grandpa's almost ready, so go ahead and get things good to go. We're gonna be headed back to the North Pole soon." And they just like take off running. They, you know, obviously don't want to go back yeah. to the North Pole. Back in their room or whatever, they're like, "We we have to we have to do something. We can't. We, we have gotta to can- cancel Christmas." Yeah. Um, so their plan is they're going to drug Santa Claus so yeah. that they can get away and enjoy more time in California. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Meanwhile, Herman has has finally found a job that maybe he's suited for, telemarketing, so he doesn't have to yeah. see people and scare them away. Fair enough. And but it sounds like like he he's gotten a hold of someone who maybe doesn't you know, <laughs> just want him to talk like she wants him to talk dirty to her. Yeah, we don't get the other side of the conversation, but it's just Herman being what are you like wearing? Yeah, he's like, I'm wearing a robe and pajamas. Why do you ask? <laughs> like, he's just completely not catching on. You want on me to, to talk lower? Okay. <laughs> well, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to buy a vacuum today? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> uh, and so then the elves give Santa some figgy pudding that has been drugged. Um, but instead of falling asleep like they wanted, he turns into a giant fruit cake that's... <laughs> That still has yeah. a Santa hat and a little beard growing out of the side of it. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That is the worst thing I think I've seen happen to a Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty gruesome. And it kind of yeah. continues from there. Like, it's it's constantly like, is this Santa going to get murdered? Uh, <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, somebody's going to eat this Santa Claus. He's going to die on screen. <laughs> yeah. And the worst part is, like, he's trying to talk. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's fruitcake, so he can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. He's got no holes. Yeah, it's and it's pretty terrible. Like the elves know that they've done this awful thing, and they're like, "We should feel bad, but like, I mean, it still accomplishes what we wanted, which is that Santa can't make us go back to the North Pole. So let's get out of here." They uh, yeah, they happen to em. see they see the flyer for the uh, biker bar, uh, which is called Hog Heaven, and they're like, "Let's let's right. go there. That sounds like it could be fun." But before we go, let's make sure they can't easily put Santa back together. Yep. And so let's they go, destroy Grandpa's basement. Or lab. Yeah, they just wreck the lab, spill everything everywhere, smash everything. Um, and Literally then they're like, hey, do you think somebody's going to try and eat Santa? Nah. Nobody eats fruitcake. Right. <laughs> Rough. He hasn't been in this neighborhood. <laughs> then we go back to... The judges, 
But now it's another, it's the original judge plus a completely different batch that the two, you know, smart yeah. know-it-all judges are not here. It's a, yeah, I, this is what threw me off. I was like, I don't, I don't understand why this is happening the way it is. But, um, yeah. so now our original judge is using all of the stuff that he heard the two smart judges. Yeah. Uh, and now he's spouting it to these, uh, these other judges. Like, don't you right. see all this, this, it's you like know. The, based on the theater of cruelty in France. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, so he's trying to impress them and they're, these judges seem like they're like the neighborhood people more and they're, they're not buying it so much. Mm. Um, but then inside Herman is getting ready to cut the fruitcake. Uh, but then Lily comes rushing in and she's like, Mrs. Dimwitty's outside with, with the judges. And I totally forgot to get her a Christmas gift. Oh, you baked a fruitcake. That's perfect. Thanks. Thanks, honey. That's exactly what I need. I'm going to give right, her the fruitcake. Like, Darn. I want to <laughs> yeah. eat that fruitcake. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Santa narrowly avoided getting cut open by Herman, but now he's going home with Mrs. Dimwitty. Right. And then Grandpa just comes in and he's like, hey, where's Santa Claus? Where'd he go? Uh, yeah, they're all, everybody's kind of panicked. Like, yeah, I haven't seen him in a while either. We should search for him. So, right. They give Eddie the glove to sniff. <laughs> Like a bloodhound, it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and yeah, so now the family's kind of searching around. Meanwhile, um, Mrs. Dimwitty has all the judges in her house. She's got the fruit cake, and she's just talking shit about the monsters. Like, oh, oh I saw so their, shit. yeah, their, you know, their display. It's terrible. You know, like they got I've, their decorations at Spirit Halloween. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I imported my decorations from France. You know, I flew them right. all in special and everything. Um, Not as impressive as she thinks it is, but okay. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, um, let me serve you a little fruitcake. So she's getting ready to, to cut into it, um, and it, like... She does, well, it starts jiggling, and like, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like, screams. <laughs> when she stabs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she, so she's like, hold on, I'll be right back. And then she, like, takes and tries to, like drown the fruitcake in eggnog. In eggnog. Holy shit, she's drowning Santa. <laughs> yeah. Eggnog spraying all over her face, making a huge right. mess. Like, uh, it, it really, when she pulls back, it looks like blood draining down her face, like uh, Carrie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hmm, I wonder if that was intentional. It feels like it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Munster house, everyone's upset. They can't find Santa anywhere. You know, Eddie's like says something about like you know he's really cool for an old guy I, I don't know you know where he went and um they're like old guy he's only 970 yeah. <laughs> yeah. um and then he's like but santa wouldn't give up on christmas would he you know like this is the like you know crisis of faith moment for eddie and like right. they're like no I mean, santa would never stick so yeah yeah it's a whole shtick yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh Meanwhile, uh, or they get a knock at the door, and yeah, it's Edna. Yeah, she's like, "I'm on to your game, Munster. Like you gave me this trick fruitcake that screams." And Lily's like, right. "I know how to make a fruitcake that bleeds, but I've I've never made that's one that crazy. screams." Yeah, that's interesting. I do like how she's so excited to have Edna. She's like, "Edna's knocked on her door twice in one day." <laughs> it's like, I don't know if that's a good thing, but sure. I mean, yeah, you're being the, a good neighbor. <laughs> The way that Lily just actually likes Mrs. Dinwiddie, even though, and is completely unaware that, you know, that she hates them, is is very right. sweet. <laughs> um, but you know, Herman's okay. He's got that fruitcake back. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They're like, "Do you want to come in?" And, and Mrs. Dinwiddie's like, "I wouldn't go in there if a pack of rabid dogs was chasing me." And they're like, "Well, yeah. I mean, of course you'd want to play with the pack of rabid dogs. I mean, that's the way dog, more fun." Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, Herman's like, all right, well, uh, more fruitcake for me. And he tries to cut into it. It again screams. And then grandpa's like, wait, I know what happened. Uh, this is my dessert transmogrification elixir. Okay. So let's talk about this because this might be problematic. I don't know. Let's, let's, let's word this out because he said it's designed to turn you into a fruitcake. So you wouldn't be so much of a fruitcake. Yeah, yeah, he says what it's like. What does it's that a, mean? 
Yeah, I was trying to figure out if this was a gay joke. I couldn't, uh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's very strange. Because, yeah, he right. says it's a cure when you don't want to turn into a fruitcake or something. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, or, but, or does it mean maybe crazy? Is that mm, supposed to be, like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. It's, 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 it's like super ambiguous, so it's like, I don't know where this one falls. Yeah. If it falls, it might still be floating out there. Who knows? Yeah, it's very confusing. He's like, all right, well, now that I know what's going on, I, you know, I can do something. Like, we can we can fix this. To um, the lab! Yeah. But then they get down there, and the ra- the, the lab is wrecked, as, as we know. Um, oh, no. Yeah, and they're like, what do we do? It's, it's Christmas Eve. Like, there's no time. Like, the family kind of rallies. We've got Eddie, who is talking to the Santa cake, right. trying to, like... I love it. Comfort him, <laughs> like, uh, while... While Lily is digging through Grandpa's alchemy books, um, Grandpa's all upset because he feels like he really just failed everyone at this point. Marilyn's like talking to him through the coffin or something. And he's like, "I'm just such a loser. I've messed everything up." But then, in the middle of the night, Mrs. Dimwitty sneaks into the Munsters' yard, and she's you know now that it seems like the judges for some reason like the, the Munsters' terrible decorations, she's got to sabotage them. And she notices that there's one that keeps getting dipped like a witch in water. And she's like, that looks that looks very uh, surprisingly familiar, I believe, is what she says. <laughs> yeah, it looks very much like her. It's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but somehow she manages to get, like, trapped in a decorative spider web. And there's, like, a robotic spider coming towards her. Um <laughs> Um, that would be amazing then, if they actually made the spider that could kill. <laughs> right. Uh, but then inside, Lily's like, I think I got it. And she performs a spell. Uh, but instead of, you know, turning back into Santa, the fruitcake turns into a chocolate egg. Yeah. And, At least that's light, she, though. <laughs> yeah. And then she tries something else, and it turns into, um, like, a cooked turkey and then a jack-o'-lantern, and she's like, "Ah, oh, that's not even the right holiday. It's, I'm getting worse." Eddie, meanwhile, is like, he's—they're—they're they're putting him on, like, trying to sniff out the elves. Um, so you know, again, you're doing the bloodhound thing, and he—he he ends up finding the flyer, and they're like, "What is this from?" And Marilyn's like, "Oh, that's you know, Tom's you know band is playing at this bar. He invited me, but I put the flyer over there. I don't know why it's here." And they're like. The elves, they must be, they must be going to the bar. We gotta go, uh, we gotta go visit Hog Heaven and get to the bottom of this. So we cut to the bar where the elves are drinking. They're kind of like hitting on some women, um, you know, doing what they've been doing the whole movie so far, pretty much. Yeah. Being Uh, gross. Yeah. Uh, and then Herman and Marilyn and Eddie arrive. Uh, and Herman, of course, because he's going to a biker bar, he is in classic yeah, leather daddy <laughs> yeah yeah the hot rod uh herman outfit you know the the hat and every, all the leather um you know and uh tom is there he's like talking to Marilyn, wants to buy her a drink um like, and, this is the lamest song at a, i've ever heard at a biker bar like i feel like these guys would get beat up if they were playing at a real biker bar yeah yeah, they're supposed to be this like edgy rock band, but yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> right. it's um, like grandma rock, <laughs> right? Um, but we get a great exchange from them because he's like, "All right, I'll, I'll buy you a drink, Marilyn. What's your poison?" And she's like, "Strychnine. What's yours?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, "How about something non-lethal?" And she's like, "Well, how about a Virgin Bloody Mary, but light on the Virgin blood?" <laughs> right. You know, yeah. She's trying to watch your figure. right uh but herman finds the elves he grabs them and like drags them over and so the whole family kind of gangs up on them and they're like you know you have to help us like we can't save we can't turn santa back into santa because you wrecked the lab we need we need your elf magic to to fix things you're gonna be on the naughty list yeah but the the thing that you know like i feel like in a lot of cases this would be like the family would just rough up these elves and drag them home but here the elves are like, no, we, we want to stay. Like, we don't want to go to the yeah. North Pole. We're not going to help. And they're like, okay, I guess we'll just go try to figure something else out. We can't force you. So they just leave right. them. Yeah, which that's surprising, right? 
However, mm-hmm. uh, these these elves, uh, they're like any other uh, male in that uh, the moment that happens, a I would I, I'm surprised this lady's not more dominant with the, <laughs> the gear she's wearing with like the leather and chains. Mm-hmm. But she's like, you guys messed up Christmas. You know, you're the worst. I would have dated guys like you. I would have thought you would have been awesome. I love short guys. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, we ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because she's, yeah, she's in like this super dommy, like leather yeah. and chains and everything outfit. Um, but yeah, you know, and she, yeah, she's like, I have elf fantasies even. We could have really yeah. gotten up to some fun stuff, but forget you. You ruined Christmas. Uh, That's amazing. By the yeah. Way. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> Like, so, that's the most soft dom I've ever seen anyone <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then we cut back to the Munster house, and um, Lily is... Uh, uh, she ends up... Oh, Santa is now a dog at this point. Yeah. And sh- she sprays the, the Santa dog with another chemical concoction, and he finally turns back into Santa. Ah, there we go. Yeah, Christmas so we didn't need the elves something. after all, right? Christmas is saved. Right. Uh, well, and Sa- except for Santa can't make it home now; it's too late. Yeah, I can't. I can't get to the North Pole in time, and I don't have enough gifts. Like, so I need and the I, elf and magic to. Right, because it bends the law of physics. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, well, you know, we're out of luck still. But nope. Then the elves show up because they're obviously not getting what they want. So they're gonna, you know, they maybe learned their lesson or just realized that, you know, you can't be a bad person and, and get an S and M chick, I guess. I don't Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what the moral this of the is story a mixed is. Message, man. I don't know what it's saying. <laughs> um but they're like, Yeah, you know, we're we're gonna help, we'll fix things. But and you know what? With- we don't have reindeer, but we do have something. A bunch of bikers <laughs> Right. Yep, they they they've brought backup and so now we've got the family, they're all helping um, make gifts and get everything wrapped, and they're going to load the sled. Well, uh, you know how they're making the gifts. That's the Toy Master 6000. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and they're hooking it up to Herman's brain. So he just yeah. reads toy magazines and creates them that way. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, it, that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm honestly surprised more jacked-up toys didn't pop out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and meanwhile, Marilyn and Tom are kissing under the creepy mistletoes. Um, yeah. Santa and decides that he's going to be a good uh, oppressor and <laughs> give the elves a uh, vacation. Like what half the half the year now? Vacation, yeah, he's which- like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you've made this great invention. This is going to save us so much time next year that you can actually have a vacation. So yeah. it turns out that instead of if you were just trying to shirk your responsibilities, if you actually help us make make things better, you know, you you can improve your situation as well. Again, yeah. mixed message. I'm not, you know, in reality, if you work extra hard for your capitalist bosses, you will just get yeah, extra work. Like it's it's not how things work. Right. Uh, I'm gotten, choosing to take a socialist message out of this <laughs> though, in that if we all pull together, we can get what we want out of things. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a much better message for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, Santa's not a bro in this case. <laughs> this is the one case he's not a bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've got... The, now the bikers are wrapping gifts while Herman and Grandpa go to steal a decorative sleigh from the mall that they right. can then enchant to make it fly or whatever. Well, um, they're not stealing. They're commandeering. They'll return <laughs> it once they're done. Right. But, of course, they're now dragging a sleigh home, you know, down the road, and they get pulled over mm-hmm. by police. Uh but it's pretty great. Like as soon as the uh, the police see Herman and Grandpa, they're like, "Nope, <laughs> like right. do what you got to do. We're we're not inter- we're not getting involved in this. We're staying out not of it." Not today. <laughs> um, so then back at home, Herman's like, "Oh, now that you've got all, you're ahead of schedule, and you got this nice big sleigh. It looks like there's there's an uh, there's room in there. Maybe someone else Just can sit with more. you. Yeah, yeah, maybe you need a co-pilot." Yeah, and I mean, Santa's... Eddie could do it, but, you know, it's a big <laughs> space. Yeah, and Santa kind of acts like he's just not, he's, like, not getting the message. He's like, oh, yeah, that's maybe, maybe that's next year. Maybe I'll have a kid do that. That might be a good gift for yeah. for a kid One that would enjoy that. Yeah. Which, that's cool, right? 
Yeah. You know? And Herman's he's like, like oh. I do got something for you, Herman. I got this <laughs> one big gift. Yeah, and Herman's like, well, it's not really what I wanted, you know, okay. But so he opens the gift, and it's a Santa suit, or a Santa uniform, as Santa says. Uh, you better put it on if you want to take a ride, Herman. Ah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, Santa knew all he, along. He literally Just... burst through the fucking door. Like, <laughs> the knocker's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, and then meanwhile, Eddie's like, well, how, how are you, you know, you've got the sleigh and everything now, but you don't have the reindeer and Santa we got something better. Yeah. We've got bikers that we can now enchant. Um, and you know, we couldn't have done all this without you, Eddie. So, you know, you've really saved Christmas, even though you were hey. upset about how Christmas was going this year. Okay. So let's talk this out though. Like you would think, Hey, let's just enchant these guys motorcycles. No, we're going to give them tandem bikes to ride. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing's less biker than tandem bikes. Yeah. And it's it's really good. I can't remember the names now, but, you know, they're bikers, so they all have, like, biker nicknames. Right. And so instead of it being Dasher and Dancer, it's like, you know, on, you know, I, I don't remember the names, but it's just like a bunch of biker names that, that, yeah. that Santa's, like, listing off. Uh, and they take to the sky. Um Merry and Christmas then, to all, and to all a good night. Yeah, and then we just cut to, like, I guess the next day, Herman wakes up in the yard, um, <laughs> and it, but he's, like, laying there, and he's like, oh, I guess Santa, if you need me to take over, I, I, I'll do it. I can I can be Santa from now on, and then he wakes up, and he's like, oh, it was just a dream. I'm, I'm not going to, this isn't the Santa Claus with Herman Munster. Right. That'd be great, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's sleeping in the guillotine, like, you know, of course, like, um, but, so Herman, you know, next to him is a little note that's like, well, you know, I know you were, you were trying to get another job so you could get a gift for Eddie and you didn't have time because you had to help me. Uh, but right. so, so instead, I instead of a, a paycheck, I did a little shopping for you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so he runs inside to give Eddie his gift. Um, Lily's, uh, waiting for him though. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she's, she's like, she's looking a little sexy. She's, you know, I mean, she's, it's PG sexy, but, like, you know, she's like, hey, Herman, yeah. you know. Then she's like, oh, and look, the whole family's here. Surprise. And, like, Yay. yeah, all the invitations Marilyn sent out paid off. Everybody's there. It's a big monster dance party. Anthony, why is there a Confederate soldier monster in the background? <laughs> he has, I did he not has a gray see. cap. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> like, I guess he's a zombie or something, but yeah, still. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> still, could have been a Union soldier. That would have right. been much better. Right. Um, but we also get that, you know, cousin Rosemary's here with her baby. That I'm dumped. Yeah. And we don't see the baby, but we see like the back of the crib and like, mm -hmm. a, you know, it's something very monstrous in the crib based on everyone's responses to him. Right. Um, and Tom and is there's there. There's a devil there, so the whole family's there, I guess. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> uh, and Tom's talking to Marilyn, and he's like, you know, this is, I've never seen a, a costume party for Christmas, but it's pretty cool. I like this. This is, right. uh, I like that. Like, what? Huh? Uh, and yeah, like Herm costume. yeah, Herman's like, I don't know what's up. He's, he's a little confused, but at least he saw through Marilyn's homely exterior to the beautiful right. person. He's like, well, he's not much of a looker either, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, um, like, she, so, like, Lily's, like, next, and she, like, is, like, massaging. Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he's <laughs> into it. Like, that's, like, his, like. <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah. Yeah. His, like, secret kink. He just needs the someone to. fly. Yeah. Um, then outside the, we have the judges who, you know, over the course of the movie, they've kind of gone back and forth about where they're going to land, yeah. but turns out they've decided they're going to give Mrs. Dimwitty the first place trophy. She's going to continue her streak, but then they look over at the Munster house and it's snowing. Yeah. It's very Christmassy. That's more Christmassy than whatever Edna's doing. Yeah. And you know, the grandpa's like, well, I, I I didn't. I, I didn't have time. I, did, I, I, I gave up on the snow thing, but nope. It was Santa. Santa gave him one last Christmas miracle and made it snow. 
So the judges all change their votes at the last minute and give Eddie the trophy. Aww. That's that's sweet until the rest of the family comes out and scares the shit out of the judges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the family wants to see the snow. They're all enjoying it, but nope. They're, uh, the judges uh, take off running. They're not having that. Yeah. And Grandpa's like... I like, like how Grandpa's like, now they know we live in a weird neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. The family knows. Yeah. Uh, so then back inside, Herman gives Eddie his gift, the Marquis de Sade playset, and, you know, Eddie's <laughs> all excited. And, you know, like, we, you know, we all, I guess we talked earlier about, like, this one having its grim joke, but, like, the Marquis de Sade, that is a next-level grim joke, even for the Munsters. Like, yeah. that's some, some fucked-up stuff to, to be giving to a child, whether he's a werewolf or not. Gotta prep him for the BDSM stage of his life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's going to wear a collar, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and so then meanwhile, go. He's going to have an owner one way or the other. Right, yeah. yeah. And the, so the, the Phantom of the Opera sits down at the organ and starts playing it. And the whole family gathers around to sing a song that is to the tune of God Rush Ye Merry Gentlemen, but it's like something about the graveyard folks come out to celebrate Christmas Day or something. Right. Um, and the very last thing we get is the the raven who we haven't seen in the movie so far pops out of the clock and says Merry Christmas and Happy New Year yeah the end yeah wonderful yeah it's pretty good honestly it, I think this is gonna make my uh, my Christmas movie uh, rotation right I was by, thinking the uh, same Nightmare thing before Christmas yeah, yeah, I have a I have a handful of Christmas movies I try to watch every year, and, and I had not seen this before. But yeah, I definitely will be rewatching this next year. It was it was very sweet and and you know just fun and like I like you know I, I do like a lot of Christmas horror movies that are like darker too. But like the the things that kind of ride that line where they're like a little irreverent and you know a little spooky, but they're also silly. still have some you know positive Christmas messages and stuff. Yeah, like I you know like gremlins or something like that. like those are the kind of movies that like yeah. it's it's just those are just fun uh so yeah i think this one this one's definitely gonna get some repeat watches from me no doubt it's pretty good Absolutely. all right anything else we got to say about it i i think that's it um i guess we should say merry christmas, merry to, christmas. to all you listening or you know happy hanukkah uh whatever uh holidays whatever you, you, you yeah whatever you celebrate you know we're we're Glad to have you here listening along with us. Uh, we enjoy being able to do this with you all, and we hope you're having a good time. And, and you know, we wouldn't be able to do it without you. So so thank you, and we hope you have a, a great holiday season with, you know, your loved ones, whoever those people may be. And have a happy new year. Hey, fiends. You may have noticed that we didn't tease next week's episode, uh, that's because it's the holiday season, and it wouldn't be the holidays without last-minute changes of plans. So next week, we'll be talking about another Christmas movie, uh, but this time it's a brand new one. Uh, in fact, our episode will be coming out a few days early on December 19th, the release date of Screenbox's new film, Santa Stein, the heartwarming story of a boy-mad scientist and the reanimated corpse of Santa Claus. So join us next week for that. We're super excited. Happy holidays, fiends, and thanks for listening.